I think that Angela does nothing but bring down morale most of the time. I think she is efficient as an accountant. She's cute as a button. Cute as a button? She's cute, cute as a button. Like that extra button that comes on your shirts that you f***ing throw away. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like three people doing the work of two. <laughs> Here on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I'm Nick. And on this episode, you guessed it, we're talking about everything The Accountants, and we're going to try not to fudge the numbers on that yeah, one. Yeah, no Kalevins. No seven. But first and foremost, we got to give you a reminder while we're here, guys, make sure you are dropping us a review, giving us that five star, hitting that wherever you can on whatever platform that you can. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Overcast. other things. Just you got to hit that. You got to hit that. So uh, make sure said. you drop. There it is. Okay. <laughs> make sure you guys are dropping us a five-star review. And while you're dro- giving us a review, writing that review, make sure you're giving us your fan theory. Because we want to read your fan theory on air like we're about to do right now. All right. This came in an email form from WD Hawkeye Fan 22. Nice. Hi, WD Hawkeye Fan 22. Thank you <laughs> for your email. WD, <laughs> first time, long time. Uh, his fan theory is uh, Roy and Angela had a relationship. Like a romantic relationship? Like a romantic relationship. Oh, okay. Roy, okay. Pam's fiance. Right. The. Uh, from the warehouse, and Angela, and Angela. the uh, head accountant, the, the head, department head, head of, of the, accounting, the head of a par- the department. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. let's discuss. What do you guys think? Well, there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of uh, between these two, if you will. I think that they definitely have something between them. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Roy has de- said several times. Yep. Uh, commented on Angela and her figure and uh, the fire yeah. episode. That when tight ass chick. Yeah. When they're outside doing uh, who would you do? Yep. In yep. The fire who episode. would you do? That tight ass Christian. Chick. Who's that tight ass Christian <laughs> chick? Uh, uh, I'm oh, right hey. here. Oh hi. Hey, hey Roy. I'm Roy. Nice, nice to meet, to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Shakes her hand. Hey, I just want to yeah. do you. What the heck? Uh, but super ha- weird. did they have a relationship or were there just crushes? Because I think there's proof sprinkled throughout the series that that both. You know, Roy thought Angela was cute, and I think definitely think that Angela thought that Roy was a handsome fella. There's a line that Angela says when they are when they find out they're going to be downsized that uh, uh, Angela says to Roy in some capacity, like, "Don't worry, Roy, you'll land on your feet. You're very capable." Capable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely gets her a little hot under the uh, Pioneer Woman clothing. Yeah, yeah the American Girl store. Yeah, American, American store. Girl store for sure. <laughs> Um, in season three, uh, branch closing, yeah, uh, the, and the extended cut on Peacock, yeah. the fan, the fan episodes. 
Um, Angela is walking out and Roy is walking in um, right after they find out that the branch isn't closing. Okay. And Angela gives him an all too flirty and overly happy hi, Roy. As yeah. they're walking in, I noticed that that kind of okay. stuck out. That was an extended cut because that wasn't in the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a little bit there. Um, have you guys seen the webisodes? I haven't I haven't looked at any of the oh, webisodes. The accountants I, or the accountants? Yeah. Nope. nope I, I haven't not. seen them all, but there was a, there was a little bit of a, a Angela Roy tidbit in one of the webisodes. Um, they are trying to find out. They're basically the webisodes about they're missing. $3,000 from the books and they can't find it. Okay. So they're going around the office and the accountants are interviewing to find out who stole three, three grand from, from the books. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So it's like a, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a very small, um, quick episode, but they at one point do interview Roy and, um, she defends Roy and said, there's no way Roy would steal. And Kevin's like, you have a crush on Roy. Oh, see. And so he gets into it, and she gets all red-faced, and she's like, no, 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 no. And then that Roy comes in for his interview, and Kevin goes, so, Roy, what do you think of Angela? Yeah. And he just kind of looks confused in it, and then once again, Angela gets all beat red. So there's a little something there. I there's got to be something. You she know, just if wants we a good ca- dad if, for cats. If we, <laughs> <laughs> if we consider the webisodes part of the the office world, which it should be, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Then there there is further proof that there is a crush, not necessarily a relationship, and that's right. what the theory is. That's so. what the theory right. comes back around to. So, um, do I think it happened? Do you, man. It, it's it's hard to say that there's hard proof that it actually happened, um, but I think that I do think that Roy is Angela's type. Yep. I think that Angela big is, strong man with poor social skills. There you go. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and kind of a doofy haircut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. And I think that I think that obviously there's that's. Like Roy just wants to toss that around. Sure. So, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, okay. There you yeah. go. So, okay. Do uh, do we? Angela think... does have a thing for a tall, tall man. I mean, look yeah. at Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson's like six four, six two. He's he's a tall dude. Well, both we of them were tall. They're so we know that they're guys. <laughs> they're both tall, just tall like guys. Yeah. Jerry so, Trupiano. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so so we know for sure that Roy definitely had a uh, low period post breakup with Pam, right? Yeah. So we know that he had his DUI, he started working out, eating That better, awful photo of him. Which is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's great. What that a great joke. Yeah. is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I want that fucking thing on a t-shirt. So <laughs> Dude, it's one of those if you can't love me at my yeah, picture of Roy, you, can't, you don't deserve me at my <laughs> gym yeah, or whatever. When he's playing the piano at his wedding. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> okay, we'll make that a meme. We'll make that happen yeah, for you guys. We can no make problem. that a meme. Uh, so, so we know that he had a low point, right? We know for sure that his wife that he goes on to marry where, uh, like you were just talking about at the wedding where he plays the piano and Pam brings the banana peel, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had a very short relationship because he mentions that they've only been together for like a year or something to that effect during that toast. Mm-hmm. So there's a big gap of time where Roy is presumably single, but that could have happened. Right. There's also a decent chunk of time there post-sprinkles where... Uh, Dwight and Angela are not necessarily a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Angela and Andy are not yet a thing. 
we know she's promiscuous enough because she goes back to Dwight like behind Andy's back like yeah. how many times? Yep. Um, as much as we give Meredith shit for being the office mattress, Angela <laughs> sort of got around. As much yeah. as Angela gives people yeah. shit for being the office mattress, stones and glass houses and whatnot. Yeah, you yeah. know that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. What do you guys think here? Are we are you guys ready to vote on that? Sure, we'll throw it around. I think. Um, you know, I'll go first. I think that there was a attraction on both sides. Okay. I do not think there was a relationship, so I will vote no. Okay. I also don't think that there was an official established relationship. I think that there definitely could have been a period where they had hooked up or something to that effect, but I don't think that they were ever romantically involved in an official capacity. So, uh, no. I think I'm going to agree with you guys on this. Um, I, I just, I'm trying, honestly, I'm trying to make it happen in my head. I wish you wouldn't. I <laughs> with us sitting right here. You imagine you imagine her with another woman. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, no, I I'm trying to I, I'm I'm trying to like connect the dots and everything. You know what I mean? The timeline's and, messy. Yeah, and but it's just I can't I can't make it I can't make it a thing. So I'm gonna agree with you guys. I, I vote no, and that is a three out of three. Nos goes on the uh, on the in the ethos. Yep, sorry, Hawk, <laughs> that's I what guy. we're here to do. And, yep, and we just we gotta we gotta create these. We gotta make these tough decisions. And I'm so sorry, Dub D Hawk guy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you say hot guy? <laughs> Maybe it's Ryan. I don't know. Hot guy. <laughs> yes. So yeah. All right. So we're gonna no vote goes. that down. No okay. goes. Sorry about that. Yep, and that's what we're here to do, just like you said, right? Yeah. Because the NBC and The Office created the world of The Office. Correct. And so what are we doing? We're making it a universe. Absolutely. Right? We're, we're expanding. We're expanding on this. We are. That's what we're here to give, do. They didn't give us enough content. We need more. Yeah, well, we need and, more and content. So we're here to invent <laughs> it. <laughs> For you. So. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> so, But you know what? Thanks again, though, for, for sending that in to us. Uh, make sure you guys are also sending in your your uh, theories and your what ifs, so that way we we can chat about them here on the show. All right. Um, as we move on through, we do know that we got to jump in. We're talking all about the accountants today, but first, I got to warm up a little bit. I do too. It's, it's chilly cold. today. It's cold. It's a cold day today. Is, if I had to describe the weather outside using only a popular brand of flavored tea, yes, I would say that it's brisk. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> could you. We're gonna have to cut that for time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Oh uh, well. Uh, how about how about we don't have tea and we have a little bit of whiskey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm into that. Uh, oh boy. So today we're drinking. Uh, it's from Cat's Eye Distillery, which is in Iowa here, um, and it's called Obtainium. So this was a limited release from a couple of years ago. Uh, what it is is it's a bur- it's called a burr rye mixture. So it is thirty uh, percent rye content bourbon mixed with ninety five percent rye content rye um, to create a base whiskey, and then they age that in uh, freshly emptied Toppling Goliath KBBS barrels. So what that is oh, cool. is it's their uh, Kentucky brand brunch stout, which was back in twenty sixteen. So okay. we fact check that uh, voted number one <laughs> beer in the world. Boom. Um, so it, all from it, Iowa. Yeah. That's, right. yeah, that's cool. All over the place here in, in the state. But uh, so they, they age it in that. So it picks up some of that maple, some of that chocolate, some of that coffee, and uh, yeah. creates kind of a cool, cool whiskey. It's got a great color. I wish you guys could see it. It's got like a real deep amber color. It looks like uh, that thing they find the mosquito in in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> amber. It is amber. Yeah. Yeah, but- 
All right. Okay. Well, right on. Cheers it up, boys. There it is. Clinky, clinky. You can hear that color right there. Listen to that color. Mm. That is good. It is young. That's the thing. It's only, uh, I think it's only three or four years aged. So it's still got a little bit of that bite. It hasn't mellowed out quite as much, but... uh, yeah, it does. It takes on some of those other flavors, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I get fun. I get that chocolate a little bit, just 100%. a little bit. Yeah, well, on the back end, when it sits with you for a minute, there mm-hmm. you get like that dark chocolate feel to it. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what I get. I might I might add a a, a half a packet of Splenda just to bring out those nice chocolate notes, delicious tones. Okay, <laughs> make it taste like a cookie. I decided I'm no longer going <laughs> to berate you for the Splenda. Great. Okay, going Thanks. forward, <laughs> I'm going to be less understanding and <laughs> continue to berate. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, I, this is great. We'll sip on this. But, uh, guys, I think we just have to talk about this. It's it's all about the accountants today. The accountants. The accounting department uh, of, of Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Where do we want to start on this? Let's start about, with who's our favorite accountant and why. And why. Okay. I love that. Okay. Go for it, Nick. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go first. So mine's probably going to be Oscar. Okay. Um, just because I feel like he has some of the most complexity of the characters as the show goes on. I think we uh, obviously we dive into Angela a little bit more than we do Kevin or Oscar, yeah. Um, as far as character development, but I think watching Oscar go from sort of the office know-it-all, tattletale, uh, just sort of Randall from Recess type, yeah. the first couple seasons, <laughs> yeah. the actually to, guy, yeah, the actually, actually, yep. And for those who don't know what the actually guy means, it's anyone saying anything. Oscar is the guy that will jump in mid-sentence and say, actually, no, it's this. Yeah. Actually, and it's this. Yep. Very yep. know-it-all. A very yep. know-it-all person. We see, all know those people in oh our yeah. life. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you see him kind of grow and develop later on into um, this character that's very supportive and very um, like emotionally helpful with Angela during a very tough time. And, yeah. Uh, was very supportive with her and with Dwight and, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, their kid. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think Oscar's probably my go-to. I think that he's got a lot of fun personality to him. Sure. Um, I he, think he puts up with a lot of shit. <laughs> dealing or having an affair with the senator. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Come episode. on. <laughs> We're gonna but glaze over why he was so I, supportive. I, of the I, yeah. <laughs> they are all pieces of shit to an extent. Oh. I think mm-hmm. we can we can get into that a little bit more here, but we we probably will. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think Kevin, in his ignorance, is maybe the only one who's able to avoid that a little bit. I would agree because Kevin's my favorite. Oh, Ke- uh, <laughs> Kevin's okay. my favorite. I think I think Kevin is a lot of fun. I think I think we you know we've we've talked about Kevin a little bit in uh, the fan theory that was brought to us about him being a secret genius. Yeah. Um. I, I we voted that into some merit, and uh, I I think that he is much more complex than he lets on. But I also think he's more one of the more interesting characters. Again, in in kind of the sense I talked about Toby, where it's like outside the office, he's probably a very interesting guy. Yeah. Oh, he's probably a ton of fun. Oh yeah. Outside of the office. Yeah, everybody he's, wants he's to go buddy. with him. Everybody yeah. wants to go to the bar with him and yep, hang yeah. out. He's always inviting people out. He uh, fantasy football with Jim, and exactly. He know. plays. He plays the uh, game with o- Oscar. Yep, hate ball. Hate ball. <laughs> How much Angela hates, hates it. it. <laughs> uh, he, 
he so he is he's a super interesting guy he's he likes he's got a little bit of a gambling uh idea going on you know he likes yeah. to Wait, play idea the ponies or problem well i'm not going to call it a problem here okay <laughs> at least not yet single handedly responsible for propping up the uh stock value of m&ms on the eastern seaboard absolutely yeah. <laughs> yes uh he he's he's a musician. He plays drums in, yep. in, in uh, several bands, uh, and uh, and he's like and he say, sings and he's he's a singer. Yep, Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. And yeah. so it, Kevin to me seems like the most fun. He's doing. He's in his job. He's just doing everything he can to get through it. And uh, and in the end, he owns a bar. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. So Kevin's my favorite man. Awesome. Well, this is perfect. Okay, great. Because my favorite's Angela. Damn it! I love Angela. I hate that. I love Angela so much. Okay, she is the and worst. Here's, here's why. Okay, <laughs> she is the most savage person on the office, and that just tickles me. Okay, Ugh. and so I have some. I have a new segment here, and I want to call it Savage Angela. Savage Angela. <laughs> and I wrote down my top five Savage Angela moments. Oh my gosh! Okay, for great. us to go through. Great. Are we ready? I'm. I'm here for it. Okay. Savage Angela. Here we go. Please. Hit me. Angela gets the new. Um, gets her new cat. Spends seven thousand dollars on yep. it. Yep. Oh my right? god. She goes home, or um, before she goes home, she pulls up the video. Yeah. And she says. And this company still doesn't recognize cat maternity. I mean, someone someone has a child. Oh, sure, take a year off. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. As somebody who doesn't have a kid, and I have to watch people get these <laughs> maternity leaves around me, I'm just like, <laughs> "Where's my dog maternity? Yeah, <laughs> how dare they? Yeah. The nerve! Yeah, the, the nerve! nerve. <laughs> yep, not my problem. All right, number two. Okay, she's planning her wedding with Andy. Yeah, yep. she says. Pam, you know how you and Jim did your ironic wedding? Do you still have the plans for your dream wedding you couldn't afford? And Pam says, that was our dream wedding. And she follows it up with, really? Niagara Falls? Pregnant? (laughs) That was your dream? That was your dream? (laughs) Pork medallions? Pork medallions? (laughs) Okay. God damn it. Office Olympics. Okay. Yeah. They uh they all uh, pick different games and they're all playing different games and Pam asks uh, Angela if she has a game and she says yeah I call it Pam Pom I count how many times Jim gets up from his desk and goes to reception to talk to you Pam says we're friends and she says apparently apparently <laughs> she said all this list is doing is making me hate Angela I love absolutely. her absolutely <laughs> this is, this is the I'm audacity a- to come for me with my Oscar and the affair. <laughs> And <laughs> stones in glass houses stones again. Houses. <laughs> All right. I couldn't decide which one of these two I love more, so we'll just call it a tie for first here. Okay. But, uh. but beach. Beach episode. Beach, beach episode. Okay. Beach day. Beach day. Yeah. Uh, Angela <coughs> Angela decides to help sabotage Andy. Yep. Yes. And in doing so, yeah. allows him to float away. <laughs> And when he's calling for help, he sa- she's like, what, Andy? What should I tell him? And he says, uh, it's obvious. I'm floating away. Yeah. <laughs> he's floating away. And she follows up with, I don't understand what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> she was willing to let Andy die. <laughs> when Andy? If that suit filled up with water or Holy deflated <laughs> or got caught in a weed and he went down, Andy would be dead. <laughs> 
dead. All because be, of Angela. He'd be, he'd be dead and bloated inside of a bloated oh, my sumo God. suit. Yeah. Think how easily that thing could have sank. Dude, when they come across Andy in the dark with the yeah. flashlight, and he's like, hello, who's there? I was with a group called Dunderman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god! Good. Damn it! And I think my all-time favorite line has got to be, yeah. and I'll just skip right to it. But I think green is kind of whorish. Yeah. <laughs> no, orange, orange is, is whorish. whorish. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, she's just tr- constantly trying to. She's just belittles she Phyllis. To, she's trying to constantly call Phyllis a whore. Yep. <laughs> she hates it, Phyllis. But as we learned point, in a previous episode. I freaking can't stand Phyllis either. That's so Phyllis I'm Team Angela yeah. on that 100%. Popcorn. Okay. Popcorn. 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 It smells yeah. like popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> I think we're going to cover at some point in this show or another that every character is kind of a piece of shit to some degree. Yeah, because they're all normal. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I think that's the biggest point of it. It's like not everybody's perfect, you know? Yeah. And, and, but at the same time, I still have to say, Angela, Angela, <laughs> gosh, look, I love Angela Kinsey. I bet yeah. you hate like, Toby too, don't you? Yep. Well, Weird. we already know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Oscar and Kevin. I think their dynamic is great between they, the three of them. Are. Yeah. I think they are. They, they could not have cast that better. Yeah. Super fun the, friendship. Yeah, and it's <laughs> sort of in the way that they evolve and, you know, and they kind of treat like Kevin's just kind of like the little brother that yeah. has to get tagged along, you know, and. And Oscar and Angela are like actually there to get the job done and do it. And they're both really probably even with Kevin, if you think about it, could be the most efficient department because of Oscar and, and Angela. Yeah, you're right. They are probably the two most efficient workers yeah. in Dunder Mifflin. Right. You know, you know the thing that's, that's weird to me is that like once Kevin is fired for accidentally embezzling from the company, right, mm-hmm. They they previously established that like, they're a group of three people doing the work of two people, and they still hire a replacement for Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good oh, yeah. point. Dakota Johnson of fame in many other programs afterwards or movies. Yeah. Yep. But they hire her as a replacement for Kevin. Like, why? Right. <laughs> it's, it's a good, that's a good point. Uh, so, Sp- speaking of the, the, going back to just a minute to that, the, the Halloween episode where he has to fire somebody. Yeah. You know, and that's where you find out that. Devin. They really didn't need Kevin. You fast forward, you find out that Kevin applied for the warehouse. He wasn't even supposed to work in the office, right. but Michael had a Michael feeling. Had a feeling. Had a feeling. Yeah. Um, in that episode, watching the extended episode, Michael does try to fire three people before he ends up firing Devin. Devin. Right. Yeah. So we all know he tried to fire Creed. Right. And yep. didn't work out. In um, hilarious fashion. Didn't he work he out. tries to fire Toby. But he can't. He can't. But he's, he can't because he's corporate. HR corporate. Yep. It is because I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all later. But in so. the extended scene, yeah. you do see him try to fire one more person that I just thought was too good not to mention. He goes downstairs and asks Hank if he could come up as, like, be security for when he fires the person. <laughs> and he's going to, like, he assumes that this person's going to throw a fit and have, you know, go crazy. And Hank, the security guard, is going to need to escort him out. And while talking to Hank, he asks, wait, do you work for me? <laughs> or the building. he was gonna fire hank yeah and then when hank finds out his intent he's like you're on your own you're on your own <laughs> <laughs> oh no just right. so many good little tidbits in those ex- extended episodes so so since let me ask you this since 
Angela is your favorite, BJ, then mm-hmm. who is your least favorite? Okay. Of the accountants? Of the accountants. Yeah. There's two ways I would look at this. Like, okay. least favorite character or least, like, if I was, like, in the real world, The Office, who would be my least favorite? Because I would change. Okay. But I would have to say probably out of the three, maybe Oscar. Oscar. Okay. In in the sense that I do get a kick out of Kevin. Yeah. I like I like Kevin. Everything you said about him, he was <laughs> he was very close on my number my number two. Um, but I like them all. I love Oscar. I, I all three of them. But if I had to pick one of the three, I would say Oscar. I just don't think he he brings as much fun <laughs> because yeah. he's working, so it's not his fault. He's just yeah. doing his job. Um, but I, w- I would say Oscar. So, Nick, what about you? My least favorite is probably Angela. Don't you dare. <laughs> it is Angela. This uh, is not a retaliatory thing. You just happen to go first. Look, look at that. I, like, I, I, I did this on purpose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. It's probably Angela. I think that from a I, – I do. I evaluate it more as like a real-world standpoint looking at the three of them. And I think that Angela does nothing but bring down morale most of the time. I think she is efficient as an accountant. She's cute as a button. Cute as a button. She's cute, cute as a button. Like that extra button that comes on your shirts that you fucking throw away. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> She's constantly sleeping around the office, causing yep. all sorts of fucking HR oh, issues. So she likes to party. Whatever. She literally <laughs> instigates a duel, quote unquote, to the death yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah. Name me one other employee that was able to get someone to duel. <laughs> This yeah. is, this She's is, been able to do it twice. And it's not even the first time. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. It's John Mark and John David when yeah. she lived in Ohio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you've had two <laughs> sets of people two duel different. over you. Huh. I guess I, I, guess I have. I, have. I, I have. <laughs> you bitch. It's, prob- <laughs> it's probably Angela. She uh. like She's disruptive with all her cat bullshit and all of her like... When the senator is there, she's very up her own ass about the yes. senator, which is oh, yeah. very obnoxious. She had dinner at the comptroller's house. L- look, that would be great if anybody knew what a comptroller was. Same. same. <laughs> I, so I, I'm going to say that same thing is because, and I, this is this, it's the same for each one, BJ, because <laughs> of whether or not, well, if if in the office in general as a character, or if I had to deal with them. No, I would <laughs> fucking hate dealing with Angela. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> Having to deal with that person on a regular basis, it would probably make me quit. No, like, <laughs> there's no way, man. I would just break through her wall. She throws terrible parties. We would fall in love. She. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she she does. She throws terrible parties. She won't let Kevin just have a brownie. Yeah. Like, and, and terrible like, parties. Terrible parties. The only reason she throws terrible parties is she has terrible people working for her. Nutcracker Christmas can suck my (laughs) asshole, BJ. (laughs) It was a joke. Okay. Nutcracker Christmas. That was like got to be the most Christian baseline holiday party ever. And I think that's what she was just told to do. Because look at all the other ones. They're great. Okay. she She threw the luau in the warehouse. Barely. Okay. And when they're like, we can't find a suckling pig. But she wouldn't let him have she do fire breathers in the warehouse. No, Toby wouldn't let them do oh, fire. Oh, that's fair. No, right. actually, Daryl was the one that wouldn't let him do fire breathers in the in, in his warehouse. <laughs> right. Okay. No, wrong. She was all in on the fire breathers. Uh, what was I saying? Unlikely. The luau. luau. Okay. They couldn't find the suckling pig. Savage Angela. What did she do? She thinks outside the box. <laughs> have you tried the petting <laughs> zoo? <laughs> petting zoo? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
She yeah. is innovative. She is smart as a whip, <laughs> and she's cute as a button. Look, if this is a bit you're doing for this episode, you need to stop. Okay, <laughs> this is the worst. If your role in this podcast is contrarian, <laughs> you have succeeded. You have absolutely succeeded. Between the Toby episode and this episode, I want to okay. throw hands, BJ. Now, uh, okay, so let me let me. The only one who could be in the running then for my least favorite at this point could be Oscar. And although the Oscar definitely has his moments of just being a, a absolute jerk. Oh, he's a know it all. Know it all, yeah. like yeah, he ethically ambiguous. <laughs> he 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 doesn't have a backbone half the time. Like yeah. when you know, get up and say something. Andy's trying to get him to say something during during the uh, shareholders meeting. Yeah, and um, it, you know, th- but at the same time, we also see that. Oscar can be a great friend. Mm-hmm. He can have a. He has a fun side. He goes to trivia nights. Yep. He gets drunk with Andy when they're on the business trip. I like trip. Oscar. I was putting. I was putting to a corner where I had to say who my least favorite of the three were. Yeah. Well, okay. But you're you're right. Everything you're saying is right. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just wanted to. I just wanted to express how wrong you were <laughs> when you were talking. <laughs> So, so that's that's what I'm just trying to get, you know. Okay. <laughs> Angela is definitely the most wild. She is the most fun. She is the worst. <laughs> it was sparkling cider is delicious. I think that's champagne, and she spits it out. Yeah. Uh, okay, Oscar okay. can have fun. He makes the video of Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the Sesame Street video of Kevin. Yeah. That's cookie. That's a good point. That's good. That's point. fun. That's good parody. That's a lot of good fun. You make our videos for TikTok. You know what goes into that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He did that on his fucking free time. That's right. Okay, so, so I do. I, I love Kevin. Let me throw one, one thing I caught when I was looking for Kevin stuff. Okay. Um, okay. Season nine, episode six, the boat. Okay. Yeah. Andy's got to sell the boat. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It starts his three month. Wish he would have drowned. That's fine. Yeah, Continue. I know. We'll talk about that later for sure. Wish he would have drowned. Okay, so during this episode, Jim, Nellie, Pam, and Daryl are pranking Dwight. Okay, right about okay. the fake phone call into the the radio show. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. like the interview or whatever. He's in the break room, and yep, and uh, yeah. it's Nellie's kind of doing the fake interview, and she's like, "Oh, um, we're getting your voice seems really high. Are you wearing metallic uh, zipper on your pants? Like, take your pants off, makes him take a shirt off. All saying it's because yeah. he's coming in sounding weird, right? She's right. Iris Black. Yep, Iris Black, <laughs> and so she's uh, so. At this point, Dwight is just in his underwear in the break room, okay? Yeah. And he's trying to walk David Wallace off the ledge, and Oscar is worried, back to the accountants, Oscar is worried that Kevin, who just found out about the senator and Oscar's secret relationship, is going to find out that... Um, or Kevin's going to spill the beans to Angela. Right. Okay, Okay. remember? So then he goes to Toby, makes up a fake thing to get Kevin fired. Kevin goes back, sits down with Toby. Oscar realizes he can't do it because he's a good person. Oscar mm-hmm. is a good person. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And he hands him a dollar and says, "Go buy a, go buy a snack in the break room." And then he comes clean with Toby that he was framed. Yeah. Kevin walks into the break room to see Dwight in his in just his underwear and has that like look on his face, like what's going on? Like he just doesn't understand. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Cut back to that scene like two minutes later. It's Dwight on the phone with David Wallace trying to talk him like off the ledge and David doesn't know what's going on and all you see in the background is Kevin now sitting in, in only his underwear eating chips. Like he just, thought, <laughs> <laughs> he just thought it was just underwear in the break room time so he just matched what Dwight was doing and took his Like some sort on. of casual Friday yep. vibe. <laughs> he's just sitting in the background eating chips in his underwear. He's just happy Toby to do is it. Fucking that is what I love about Kevin. Banana. He is yeah. just like 
just so lovable. <laughs> Gosh. So like I said earlier, Kevin is just like, he's like a little kid and Oscar and Angela are, are his parents. Okay. And sort like, of a, sort of a baby bear, mama bear, papa bear. Pop, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like another great example of that besides being in the underwear in the, in the break room would be in, in the webisode that I referenced earlier. They are interviewing everybody. They interview uh, Phyllis uh, Vance. Okay. And she states like she wouldn't need to steal any money because she um, now has Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration's corporate credit card for Vance Refrigeration. Okay. So she wouldn't need it. And then she follows up with, but only I can only use it if it's an emergency. Okay. Okay. Kevin replies, what kind of emergency? Like you're outside and you have some ice cream cake and it's really hot out. And, and, and Oscar and Andrew are like, it's not just refrigerator emergencies. It's, it's all emergencies. He's very straightforward yeah. about his thought processes, doesn't he? He's just, it he's, doesn't have to be a refrigerator emergency. <laughs> like he's just he's just got like emergency refrigeration. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. All right. So let's just talk episodes. Like, what is your favorite like accountant forward or just a just a moment in an episode that makes that episode great to you sure yeah so mine is uh episode 21 of season nine it's called live in the dream okay um, so towards the very end of the series actually it's one of your i guess your highlights of season nine where they are few and far between yeah um but <laughs> it would it's uh it's the episode where like angela is very much going through it right like she's she's left robert lipton the senator because of um, his affair and the fact that he was um, you know, also sleeping with Wes Wesley. What's his name? Wesley Silvers. Wesley his, Silvers. His uh, his uh, aide. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which Creed acts like he knows who that is, which is always very funny. Yeah. During the press conference, but um, Angela is uh, drinking at work. She's like, she's getting evicted. Um, she's had her cats taken by animal control. Like, she's in just like a really shitty space. And Oscar notices her looking online at tents <laughs> like oh she's going God. to live yeah in a she's gonna tent live in a tent with her and her son philip and um like it's just this very heartwarming very endearing moment of like they've been enemies for several episodes prior to this they've had nine seasons of like sort of casual animosity back and forth yes um, and it's this very humanizing moment of oscar like inviting her to come live with him and yeah. Um, she breaks down. She does the whole, like, I love him moment. He thinks she's talking about the senator, and she elaborates that she's talking about Dwight. And he, like, invites her and her son to come and live with him for a while until they get back on their feet. Like, no, not forever, but just until you get back on your feet. And yeah. She's like, what is your house like? And he says, well, it's tastefully decorated like most gay men's homes. Stereotype <laughs> <holds> up. <laughs> okay. Which is very fun. But I don't know. I just, I think that it's one of the better, like, emotional moments in the office where and yeah. then they have like this nice this short shot of like angela reaching across and just holding hands with oscar on the desk for a second it says thank yeah, you and right. it's like this very sweet very like make you well up a little bit kind of moment yeah. because yeah. i don't know it's just they've been sitting next to each other for yeah. i mean at that point you can assume you know 10 12, 15 12 years to yeah. 15 years yeah. you know at that point probably so, right they've known each other for forever like Oscar was semi-responsible, I would say, for their marriage ending between her and the senator. Obviously, yeah. I think that that probably would have ended eventually anyways. Right. But, um, you know, I and I think that it's good that, you know, he, he sees this as sort of a way to make amends or make reparations for his part in that. And, yeah. Uh, 
And yeah, I mean, they go on, obviously, to become much closer friends. Um, there's a very fun shot of like Oscar helping Angela get Philip ready for the day when they're like getting ready to go to the wedding in the finale. Right. Dwight mentions that he's like the godfather to their kid now. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's very, it's a very nice moment to me. And I think that it's a very nice episode that establishes a, a satisfying conclusion, I guess, for those two. So sure. you do like Angela? I like Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> And I like Oscar throwing Angela a lifeline at her lowest where she's actively drinking in the office and looking at buying a tent to live in the woods with her and her infant son. She's an adventurer. So she's basically gotten to the point physically where she's always been spiritually. Yeah. Low. Morally. Her life has finally reached the low that she has been at elsewhere. For a long time. <laughs> that was a good. I mean, that's like that's very nice, Nick. Thank you. What? I'm gonna reach across I'm an old BJ's hand for a little bit. That. that was very. Uh, nice. Omicron be damned. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we don't have a lot of those sentimental moments here <laughs> around yeah. this table. <laughs> uh, we try not to stay within arm's reach most of the time. Yeah, you know. But I I have one. I have a moment. Okay. And Hit me. Talk to me. Maybe maybe it's obvious. Maybe it's not. But it is a it's a it's a moment when. Um, when Dwight has been relieved of his services from Dunder Mifflin, and and, and it, the reason being is because Angela is a terrible person and won't confess to the Bingo. fact that she made a mistake and didn't send off these these the quarterly tax forms to corporate. And Dwight saves the day, but is then fired because Andy's also a p- piece of trash. Yep, uh, <laughs> and just goes snooping around. Uh, long story short, uh, this is when Oscar also comes back, and they're going to have a uh, fiesta party for Oscar. Oh, my God. That's uh, right. Yep. <laughs> and Angela, with tears in her eyes, who is just riddled with guilt, obviously, uh, says to Oscar, would you like to join the party planning committee? And he says... Because I'm gay. The one with all the women in the it. The committee that's <laughs> entirely comprised of women. <laughs> comprised of women. He says, yeah, yes, it's like, because I'm gay. No. And then, no. <laughs> and then you, ca- you just see, you see, you see Kevin in the background chuckling to himself uncontrollably <laughs> after, after when Oscar gets back and he says, he says, oh, how was your gaycation? Uh, I thought about that two minutes after you left. <laughs> Because that's part of their that's part of their dynamic. Like like he is so they're so comfortable with each other. Like because and and then they fist pound after that. Like Oscar's like yeah, very funny, Kevin. Okay, yeah. he's like yeah. I thought about that two minutes after you yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> what does Oscar say in his talking head? He talks about like. At, at one point, he just wants people to shut up. But at the same time, he's like, sure, go ahead. Keep making the jokes. I'd love a whatever it is. Yeah, I'd, love a I'd love theater. a home theater. I'd love a home theater. That's yeah. right. Um, but yep. then but Angela <laughs> asks, like, would you like to do this? Kevin is chuckling to himself. And she says, no, I just, the, after you left certain situations with certain people, and I just want to make up for those certain situations. And she's being very vague. She's and like she's crying, just crying, crying yeah. ugly crying through this. Well, and <laughs> Oscar has no idea what's going on. Yeah, he, has no he comes idea. back. He's like, he's like, okay, okay, yeah, I, I'd love to. I'd love to yeah. do it. <laughs> to, to appease her and make her feel better yeah she's obviously going through a rough time he has no idea but he he says yes 
to make her feel better. And then again, you have a great moment where Kevin says, can I join too? <laughs> Never. 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 <laughs> Never. Uh, that's good. Yeah, and you got to remember, like, Oscar, The Return. That, that's the name of that episode. Yeah, The Return. And yes. it's right after Traveling Salesman. Yes. Where, yep. And then, so he comes back. Everything's different, right? Yeah, right. So Jim is back. Jim's back. Um, Dwight, Dwight is, is gone. gone. And so he says, uh, you know, he doesn't know what's going on, but in the br- or in the kitchen, he says, "Where's, where's Dwight?" And Creed jumps in and says, uh, <laughs> 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 "He was, he was decapitated. Whole yeah, thing, man. He, he was, the oh, whole it's a whole thing. thing. He was decapitated. decapitated. We had a funeral for a bird." <laughs> And this all happened when Jim was gone. Right. And so Jim says, <laughs> I'm pretty sure none of that happened. Yeah, he goes, I don't think that's real. He's like, I don't think any of that's real. You're, You're not, not real, real, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I can't wait for a Creed episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be good stuff. Uh, yeah. That's a good episode. Okay, I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach. I do think that my favorite accounting moment is uh is not as sentimental as you guys and more just like one of the best moments of the show okay truthfully, okay so it is the stress relief episode yes oh yes okay which is season five episode 14 and i'll never f- forget this episode because it aired right after the super bowl so it was like they're okay. big and they needed right. they needed a huge um, opening scene yeah. yep to yeah. start it okay so i'm talking about the cold open yes and it's when dwight Sets the fake parentheses fake oh fire. God. Smoking's gonna save lives. Yes, because smoking's gonna save lives. That was a huge yes. Yes, and it was a huge opening scene, and I remember watching it live. But I l- died yeah. when Oscar climbs up into the ceiling, and Angela throws the cat. Throws the cat. <laughs> and and the comes- cat comes back down. Yes. through the other side, and she's like, "Pull me up. I can't. You're too heavy. I only weigh eighty-two pounds." 82 pounds. <laughs> It's like I'll be back. Yep, and then he falls through. <laughs> Just the absolute chaos that ensues. In that uh, entire much. situation. That is probably we'll do a cold open vote someday on oh, yeah. favorites. Yeah, but absolutely. that is a tough one to beat. Well, yeah. I know we've done so. Like as a side note on AJ's other podcast, I'm super stoked. Oh yeah, uh, with her friend Sean Pryor. They did a, an episode that was top five episodes of The Office that I know we've referenced that I was our guest star on. Yes. Um, and that was my number one. We ended up with a consensus number one of Dinner Party. Sure. Because it was AJ and I's number two and Sean's number one. But Stress Relief was my number one. And that cold open is just so hard to beat. Oh, It's man. so fucking funny. It is unbelievable. When Kevin, I mean, we're talking, focusing on accountants, obviously. So Kevin's response to a fire in the building is to go to the break room, smash the window, throw the, the machine. fucking chair through and the steel bags of chips. <laughs> He's just loading his pockets with chips. He's just it's breaking. such a yeah. good shot. He it, just like, like he wings this fucking chair at it. He and went to the full riot mode, <laughs> like the panic, like. Like Kevin is the type of guy if like everyone is rioting somewhere and he's nearby, he's like, uh, oh, okay, I'm gonna uh, hit the and like he'll just court. run in, but he then he's to not gonna station. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna steal things like bags of chips and ice cream. Yeah, you, you got Jim and Andy trying to battering ram the door open with a copier. With a copier. And Kevin's just going to town on these fucking Utz potato yeah. chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is phenomenal. Okay, wait, wait. I got a yeah. I got a what if okay. situation here. Okay. okay, okay, lay it on us. So the episode that we've talked about quite a bit because AJ's in love with concierge Marie. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so what if all the rumors were true and Andy really is gay and him and Oscar ended up hooking up on that episode? Well, you know, that's that's the thing. Andy, in order to find out, he had to sleep with a woman and then yes. sleep with a man. <laughs> sleep yeah. with a man. That was, to find out. That was Jim's challenge to him. So that was the, the gossip. The episode. gossip episode. Yeah, How can you know you don't like pineapple on one. pizza without having pineapple on pizza? Uh, there you pineapple go. Pineapple sucks see? on pizza. That's why <laughs> I know, because I've tried it. Anyway, uh, okay, so, but the what if is, <laughs> what if they did hook up, yeah. okay, and then Andy came out as gay, yes. and he's just dressing for the long brunch, and him and Oscar started dating, okay? okay yes. How would that have changed everything? Well, Besides it- the fact that Angela now would have lost... Two, Two men, men. <laughs> to, to Oscar. Oscar actually. <laughs> oh man, I still that would make it real raw when the senator hits later. Yeah, the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think Oscar could have put up with him for too long. I, no, I don't, there's I don't no think, way. I don't think so. I mean, we we saw how he reacted when Michael had to tried to kiss him. Like, and I think he ha- holds like a serious contempt for for Andy altogether. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh just like everybody in the office. Yeah, does. exactly. <laughs> and he's and he's just he's he he even goes to he even goes to Oscar at one point and is asking him like he's like, "Well, I, you know, I don't know if Brad Pitt tried to kiss, kiss me. me." And then I, I mean, then I told him no. If he no. resisted and, uh, in this scenario, Brad Pitt would still have to get to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comforting yep. heterosexual men in the office and their sexuality. How has that become my job? <laughs> How has that become my job? <laughs> you know, I but I, I don't know. Like it would it would it would absolutely put a major uh it put a weird weird air in the room, yep. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of things would have changed. I don't know. I think uh I think immediately Dwight and Angela would have gotten back together. Right? Okay, because yeah. the episode that they are in uh, Canada. Obviously, right. Angela and Dwight are yeah. sneaking around together yeah. behind Andy's back already. I think if Andy would have, uh, you know, come out as gay, right. not that he is gay, but, you know, there's been a lot of speculation in the office universe that Andy's gay. Yeah. And, but if he would have came out as gay and him and Oscar would have hooked up, maybe him and Oscar probably wouldn't have dated or end up together. But I think immediately the biggest difference was that there would have been no senator, right? Cause, because okay. Angela and Dwight would have just like gotten together there would have been no duel there would have been any of that that all happens post that yeah and then i think the angela dwight kind of side story would have just gone from there quicker right okay no that i think that makes sense i think it would it would have just ended a lot of things like sooner yeah yeah, yeah. like i said we don't got to vote on that that was just a fun what if <laughs> That's a good one. i like that yeah. <laughs> what if fun. andy and oscar hooked up on the business trip to winnipeg i'll tell you what those long island iced teas will catch you pretty quick you may uh, not yeah. know what you're doing yeah. <laughs> uh, is that your boyfriend or he could be yours he could be yours <laughs> <laughs> okay well what what about this just real quick what if what if uh what if what if Kevin and, and Oscar got together? Okay. They even thought oh, about now it. Now you're reading it. <laughs> He's not married yet. You, th- uh-huh. <laughs> you thought you thought I was dating this? 
<laughs> no. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't happen. Nope. All right. Fine. I'll vote that down <laughs> okay. in a hurry. No I think there's a better chance of Oscar and Angela hooking I, up. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to imagine any of that. I don't think anybody wants to put any of that. Okay. Yeah, and Kevin never found love in the in the series. Speaking of, you know, as the accountants, he's kind of like one of the only ones that kind of got left just I mean, he's got his bar. Maybe maybe that's his love. Maybe just maybe <laughs> I, just the bar is his love. I like to think that him and Lynn eventually rekindled their relationship. You know what? After. As you were about to start, I was just like I was coming with, up with a whole theory of like he owns the bar. Lynn comes in as a bachelor yeah. for a bachelorette party. Yeah, she's like a she's always a bridesmaid. She's a perpetual bridesmaid, and they rekindle and they end up together married. I say we'll just slap that in there. As I the, like that. Yep, we'll voted, just vote yes. yes. voted in yes because we want to see Kevin happy. happy ending for Kevin. Yep, Everybody happy ending Kevin for Kevin. Gets his bar, gets his lady. Man yep. is living life. That's an easy one. People we'll pay for Andy's in. son in the jukebox. He gets none of that money. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's living the life man <laughs> absolutely so well i love that that's the accountants uh first installment i suppose maybe we'll revisit it at a later date but that's what it is right now for the accountants here on scotch and splenda uh we really do appreciate you guys being here and uh really want you to keep sending in those fan theories so we can keep talking about them on the air make sure you're sending them in because we've got some really fun episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks Speaking of, next week we have got, for episode nine, we have season nine, Andy. Season nine, It's been been coming. (laughs) We've talked about how much we don't like him already. Uh, And now you're going to get to hear us talk about it for a whole hour. It's just going to be a lot. I have a lot of things to say about season we'll, nine. We'll Andy. try and talk about the things that we don't like, which I have to imagine is the majority of the podcast. But yeah. we'll try and find <laughs> some diamonds in the rough. We'll try and find the needles in the haystack. We'll do our best. I'm not promising stuff. anything. Not, <laughs> yeah, there's just not, no, everything, okay. We got, <laughs> next week, next week. Next week. <laughs> next week, we'll talk all about season nine, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> and then we're creeping up on episode 10. 10. It's and coming 10. along. Double and we digits. got a special one for you for episode 10. We are going to go all in on Todd Packer. Pac-Man. 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 Wacky uh, Pack. <laughs> Todd Fudge Packer. Fudge Packer. You know what the F stands for? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <but laughs> oh, that's oh, going to be a fun episode. Uh, a couple fun ones coming I'm up. Looking forward to that one. All right, guys. So make sure if you uh, want to find us anywhere on that social media, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, it's at Scotch Splenda. That's just at Scotch Splenda. No and, no ampersand, at Scotch Splenda. And if you'd rather email us for your fan theories, uh, make sure you shoot it on over to Scotch and Splenda Podcast at gmail.com. All spelled out, Scotch and Splenda Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on any social media platforms, you can find me, BJ, at I am the beach. That's beach B E E J on Instagram and TikTok. Nick, where can we find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me uh, just about everywhere at Nick Morella. That's N I C K M E R U L L A. You'll find that on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, on Instagram. You can find me at at Morella Nick M E R U L L A N I C K because that bastard Nick Morella in New Jersey who follows me on Twitter took that one. And you can find me just about anywhere on social media, guys. A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S. It's AJ Vens. Anywhere on social media, just plug it in and find me. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much again for joining us for Scotch and Splenda. Uh, I guess until next time, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Bye. Bye.